1: This is sit and friends in the morning. Friends, how many of us have them? 77 WABC.
0: The thing that alarms me the most is just because I'm leaving Jackson, they think that I'm leaving African Americans. I don't know if you notice not, but I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> I can never leave who I am, or what I am, or how I am, and how I go about being that. So it is still my task to look in that locker room and see 65 to 70% of African-American men trying to help them get to the next level, as well as all the others. My calling is for young men, young women, and people of all walks of life, all social climates and all ethnicities. That's my calling. My calling is not built on a location. It's built on a destination. Now that was good, you're supposed to clap for that. (laughs) Darn it, That was good. You give me some of my good stuff. We just, we just getting started. I already went in the bag, baby. Let's go. <laughs>
1: Dion Sanders, Hall of Fame Dion Sanders. This, of course, is Hollis Queens. My boy, Ron. It's my man, Ron DMC. But uh, Dion was coaching at Jackson State University, which has a long, rich tradition. One of the black colleges. Walter Payton went there, for starters. And uh, he's left. He got a lot of money to go to Lily White, Colorado, and leave the swack in Jackson State. And lots of folks are upset with him. Who's that moron that's on with Levitard all the time? Oh, Babani Jones. Bamani Jones was ripping him last week. Like, hey, he's, he's leaving us behind. And no, he's not. He did a great job at that program. They won 14 games this year. They did lose a championship game. But he did a lot with those kids. And truth be told, Jackson State ain't exactly USC. So he's graduating. I don't know why people are getting on him. Janae Butler is uh, a, a dear friend and a lovely young lady. She is um, an urban analyst. She is the president of the Hip Hop Union. She's been on the show many times, with me and Bernie, a lot with me alone as well. She's back this morning. Merry Christmas! Good yeah, to see you.
2: you too. Happy holidays Good to you. Good to see you. Everything. So are you happy well. Hanukkah. Thank to everybody. you very much. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs>
1: So your last Thursday at the Tunnel to Towers absolutely, Foundation. Absolutely, right? absolutely. Thank you for coming great. in for that. You know, you guys did a
2: wonderful job Thank with you. that. Thank you,
1: uh, Dion Sanders. This yes. is a story that uh, you care about. Again, African American coach, Hall of Fame player, cares about these African American kids. My opinion is, he graduates, he move on to a better school, more money. What are your thoughts? Well,
2: let me – so back in 2014, Sid, I had wrote an article, right? I used to write for the Black Press of America, and I wrote an article. I just want to read – Oh, my God.
1: They wrote a horrible story about me last year. I'm just saying. No way. No way. I don't believe it. I got to look at
2: it. I got to look at it. And so the, the issue is not so much Dion, but the struggle of the black colleges, right? And so let me just read you this paragraph that I wrote. Major white universities have been reaping the benefit of luring talented young black athletes to their facilities, making millions of dollars while many of these players make up less than 5% of the university's black students. What would happen if we steered our young athletes to HBCUs, making them contenders in a national championship, right? Mm. So that's what Dion did, right? So this is this dream that we all have well for HBCUs. By, that was well written, oh, by the Oh, thank way. you, thank you. And so this is the dream that we have for HBCUs. So when Dion went, the culture, the black culture, went with him and said, okay, this is our movement, right? And so when Dion left... Our hearts got broken, right? And so we had to kind of go through the exchange. But what I had to realize is that it's not all up to Dion, right? Dion He did his part. He did his part, That's right. right? So but what what I would have wished happened is that he replaced himself with somebody. I wish that before he left that other professional coach, professional players are now coaching in the HBCUs because what happens to that HBCU? The problem is that his son, he wants his son to play in the NFL and I'm sure that Dion also wants to coach in the NFL. And that's fair for him. But now it looks like you used us as a stepping stone, just like everybody else does, and then fly off and then you go to, like you said, a lily white College in Colorado, where one percent of the people are black, are the black community. What
1: does HBCU stand for? For the historically
2: black colleges and universities. There you have
1: it. So Dion is out. I hear your point, um, but I think it's unfair. I just think it's unfair. I know you, you loved him, and he did do good things for the school. He did not sign a lifetime deal. He did not say I'll be there forever. Maybe he should replace somebody. You're right. But the fact that he went there in the first place, I think, should be celebrated rather than saying, why are you leaving? Right. You got a lot of money to go to Colorado. We still,
2: because we got more athletes to lure there. But if you look, Master P, he sent his his son to HBCU. His son left. And now his son is at Louisville because— Um, The HBCUs are not up to par. So the other part on the Dion side, let me fight for Dion, is the HBCUs are not the Colorados and don't have the facilities and don't have the mechanisms to compete on that level. So we've got to balance that out somewhere.
1: You do it. You need money. Uh, You need people spending money on those universities. So Dion's a good starter. We'll tell you a quick Dion Sanders story. I told you this last week, Lou. So he knows who I am. And uh, we're in the uh, Super Bowl in New Orleans. It was Joe Flacco and Ravens playing Colin Kaepernick Mm -hmm. and the 49ers. And uh, I'm in the bathroom. (laughs) And I'm talking to Michael Irvin. Me and Irvin are really good friends. And we worked together in Miami. We became very, very good friends. Right, right, right. So Dion walks in. And Mike and Irvin and Dion start talking. And Mike's like, yeah, man, you know my friend Sid Rosenberg. So I walk over to Dion. And I extend my hand. And he starts jumping up and down. Let me quote the great John Horn after the Tyson-Holyfield fight. Like a little bitch. He's like, yo, man, that's that's rule number one. You never go to shake a man's hand in a bathroom. I'm like, you don't? He's like, no, man, don't you ever do that again. He, like, walked out all pissed. I'm like, is this guy nuts? Is that a rule in the, yeah, the black no, community? Yeah,
2: 100%. 100 And I know it. You know, I'm not even in the men's room, but I know that when, I'm, when you said that. I'm like, oh, no, you're in the bathroom? Of course. Of course. They'll never uh, speak to you again. Uh,
1: listen, white Jews don't care. I guess black people care about <laughs> yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. Talking about uh, folks, Kanye West. Let's Kanye get to him. Kanye West, crazy Kanye. Well, you know, when you say crazy Kanye, hmm It almost kind of lets him off the hook. Like, yeah, he's crazy. I think he's sick, and I think he's almost evil at this point, and he's hateful. Crazy Kanye, to me, is almost too nice. I've never a huge fan. like this music. Mm -hmm. But through the whole Kardashian thing, when he was even still married to her, Mm -hmm. I thought he was nuts. Right. Running for president. But what he's doing now with the Jewish people... That's that's sick, Kanye. That's that's evil, Kanye.
2: This is I mean, and he's gone off the rails and I can't defend him. I can't, you know, I don't know where his mindset is. I think that he needs um he needs help. He may need uh, he may need medication from him going to say, you know, um, you know, I'm not bipolar, I'm autistic and everything like that. I think the wrong people are in his head. I think that he's listening to the wrong people. I think that he's too open with himself. And then, you know, just going at uh, a group of people, it doesn't make any sense, you know. But from coming from the perspective that he comes from, you know, um, I know somebody else that is a uh, Farrakhan has always said that black and Jewish people work hand in hand, that if you look at every black person in America, they've been attached to a Jewish person. So I think that we need to look at that relationship a lot stronger than kind of pulling away from it and saying that it's, you know, just everything that's wrong with it. So are you a
1: Farrakhan supporter?
2: No, I'm not. Um, I'm not a Farrakhan just so supporter. You know, I,
1: I, just so you know, I love you to pieces. Yeah. I hate Farrakhan. No, I, I would under- knock that mother effer out in two seconds if you walked into the studio. You know,
2: one day I went I'm, I'm the type of person that if there's an issue with somebody, and this is how I got hooked up with Reverend Jesse Jackson Sr. Like, everybody was hating him at the time, so I went to go see who he was. I did the same thing for Farrakhan. I went and I listened to one of his sermons and I seen where he's coming from. And I think what for as a black man, if I was a black man, right, Farrakhan, if you listen to him from a black man's point of view and the fact that black men need self-esteem, they need to be picked up, they need their worth. He talks from a good perspective from that. Now, he doesn't care about anybody else outside the race. Right. Right. You know, and that's, yeah. and that's the problem, and that's why so many people hate him. So there's an understanding that I have for him, but then there's a, the also understanding that I have for everybody else,
1: you know? Talking about music and Kanye West, uh, my wife's favorite rapper is Tupac. Aha. Uh-huh. Personally, I'm a, a big E guy because I'm Brooklyn, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's all hypnotized. I go crazy with that song. <laughs> but um, people don't know this, but Tupac's dad, Matulu Shakur, yeah. was involved in a deadly shooting with a brinstruck. Mm-hmm. And he was sentenced to uh, prison forever, Mm -hmm. and he's been away now for nearly 40 years. I think he went away in 1981, Mm -hmm. and now he's getting out on parole. Mm -hmm. Tupac aside, Mm -hmm. uh, that to me doesn't make any sense. I don't believe anybody who kills a cop under any circumstances, Mm -hmm. no matter what, he could have been the best prisoner for 100 years. Mm -hmm. That guy or that lady dies and rots in jail, but he's getting out. What are your thoughts on that? I love music, guy. We're talking about music. Rikers, you're in the hip hop right. community, no, no, absolutely, Kanye. West. Absolutely. Tupac. And I've
2: and I seen that. And, you know, I don't know if that's something to be celebrated. You know, when you, I've worked on Rikers Island and I've worked with people who've been locked up for a long time and I've seen people change. So I've always kind of battled with when you see a totally different person, you see somebody that could help society. Right. Because now he these are the teachers when they're when you these guys are upstate, they teach the young guys. They say, look, you know, look, I've been here for 30 years and that's what we need in our community. We need the older guys to kind of come down and school these little younger guys to say, listen, this is not going to work. You're going to end up in jail for 30 years doing this dumb stuff. So we kind of need that balance. See, our the black community needs some time to itself. And some time to really readjust and figure out where we're going with stuff and how we're going to process all these things. And we haven't got a chance to do that. And I think that's really important to say in that process.
1: I hear where you're coming from. I just don't know how to explain that, as you just did very eloquently. To the mother, father, or wife of the cop,
2: one hundred percent.
1: That's dead. They—they don't. This guy's like seventy-something years old, Mr. Mm -hmm. Shakur. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe he does have something to offer. Maybe he doesn't. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, for the most part, his life is over. Mm -hmm. The cop's life is over. And that's a very hard sell to those family people. No, one hundred percent, you yeah. know. And
2: you know, and then you have to look at the death penalty when we talk about stuff like that. Are you, you know? for the death penalty? Um, I am in certain situations. Fire you know? is so- only
1: for white people, just so you <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm you saying, are in certain situations. In
2: certain situations, one hundred percent. You know, I have a really open you know view of society and you know i just think that there's it's a big misunderstanding there's a big communication problem between us so that's why i like to kind of get in the middle of stuff and really just be an honest voice for stuff
1: and you want that you want that you're you're, you're an incredibly nice lady and you're smart and you're pretty and you got everything going for you and I, i happen to like you a lot Appreciate. So I appreciate this conversation. Uh-huh. There's one of some tough topics in there. Of course. And some of my listeners are probably like, why? Don't bring that lady back <laughs> yeah. on. Some are saying, God bless her, mm-hmm. because you're not afraid to tackle some mm-hmm. of these. I uh-huh. love it. And I think that these discussions need to be had more. I mean, I couldn't stand. 100%. I couldn't stand the job that the mayor was doing. And I'm still not happy with it, to be honest Me with you. Me either. Right. But I talk to him a lot, Mm -hmm. a lot. I've had dinner with him. I want to have another one Mm -hmm. because I think he cares. Mm -hmm. He needs to have other voices in his head besides Al Sharpton and, Kathy Hochul, White and Black. Right. So I want to... Be one of those people. Yeah, me too. So there you go. So you readily admit that he's not doing a very good job either. But you think it's important for bipartisanship for Republicans, Democrats, anybody to help him because in the end we want to save our city.
2: No, yeah, because we're this is all a part Republican or Democrat. We're all a part of this, so we all have to put our hands in this. He can't do it alone. You know, there's a lot of stress on him. You know, being a black man, being the mayor, and everything. You know that he's come from. You know, I. I think that he's overlooked a lot of things. I think... Keep going. Keep um, going. I think that we he's overlooked a lot of things. I think that we definitely... Um, need to help him, but he also has to be open. You know, you know the snazzy mayor thing, you know, I want to see the dirty mayor. I want to see him do dirty jobs. I want to oh. see him get down and dirty and stop being, you know, the, the celebrity mayor of New York City. And that's I think what he, I would yeah, like I, to see. I think he
1: gets down and dirty quite a bit, actually. <laughs> 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 uh, it's great to see you. Yes, and, thank uh, you so Merry much. Christmas. Yes, you too. And uh, Sid and friends, you're one of my friends. Yeah. And hopefully you become part of the regular rotation come I 2023. Do okay. it. it. Thank you. Thank you. you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. That's the lovely Janae Butler. Everybody got a lot more to do on this. Oh, well, not a lot more, but about twenty minutes more. We'll get some more traffic, some more sports, maybe some phone calls on the way out. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. More of me right after this.